Fine Bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. Uh, simply not rise and shine. It's Monday, July <laughs> He's 4th. pulling back the curtain. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. We're working. I just think we do some of our best work on Monday we nights. Do. You know what? We're procrastinators and... I wouldn't say procrastinators. We just like to work under pressure here in yes. our house. That's um, what a procrastinator does. Anyways, uh, today is the 4th of July. There's nothing else I would rather be doing tonight than uh, recording this introduction yeah. with Jimmy and Ellie. Ellie's about to knock over my well, microphone. And, you know, don't mind the noise, people, uh, but there is a large party occurring on our Lido deck right now. <laughs> There's no one there. There's no one there. Uh, however, there was an email sent earlier this week that was like, we're going to be checking people at the door, only two people per apartment at the pool. Oh, it makes me kind of sad. We're going to have tight security, and then no one showed up. So, like, the security guard, like, in charge of, like, monitoring the yeah, situation. Yeah, he's probably, like, like oh, a little sad. Oh, my even come to my party. Wait, this makes me sad. It makes me think about, like, a kid that's, like, had a birthday party yeah. and, like, no one showed up. That's I America like right our, now. <laughs> I feel like the apartment building, even though they didn't sanction a party, was, like... Yeah, there's going to yeah. be a big party. Like, this is, a, this is a place where there's a party. Yeah, they were, like, trying to crack down on us. They were like, we know it's going to be a big day on Monday. Big day, big crowds, blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's literally no one here right now. Look out our window. We're like, big day. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're like, big day. Got to watch out for those crowds. Um, speaking of birthdays, this week was very exciting. I turned 27. Jimmy, do I feel any older to you at all? Um... Do I feel more womanly? Sure. Do I seem more mature? Did I seem more mature when you had to make my hot dogs for me today? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I do cook them the best, as they say. That's a trick for all the girlfriends out there, if you ever don't want to do something. I mean, it's the oldest trick in the book, but you just tell them that they do it really, really well. <laughs> you just make the hot dogs so good. You would not have been able to get the hot dogs. I also, I actually, Jimmy does this really good thing. I don't know if you guys make hot dogs like this. I grew up, like, microwaving hot dogs between, like, pieces of sliced bread. Like, we never got real buns. It was always bread. Jimmy goes, like, the whole nine yards. Like, he adds a little water to the pan, um, puts in the weenies, and then lets them, like, steam. And then he lets the water evaporate, and then he, like, cooks them until they're, like, darker and crisp. I don't know. I just feel like it's a really legit way. I just microwave them for, like, 30 seconds. Anyways... Let's move on into healthcare horoscopes. Hit it, editing Connie. Alrighty, guys. This week for the healthcare horoscope, I have my cards out. I am shuffling. Jimmy, how did last week feel? Did you feel like the cards were... Uh, did you feel like you had a good week last week? What was the card again last week? I don't remember. Something to do with, like, subconscious stuff. Clearly it was not guiding our life at it, all. It was subconscious stuff. Something to do with, like, so realizing things. Where, did you realize anything? All right, this week for the week of July 4th, the card is... Upside downer? Is this our first oh, God. upside downer? Yeah, I, allegedly. Um, <laughs> reverse is what it's called. Reverse? It doesn't even have a name. It's you just, like a, is it like this? Let me see. This is a number. Oh, you're right. A reverse... Like seven? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me roll this. Okay. So the card we have picked. Okay. Allegedly, it's the reversed seven of cups. That's what this means is seven because you see seven cups. Oh. 
All right, let's see what Biddy Tarot says. The reversed Seven of Cups often appears when you face several different choices and instead of choosing the option that may appeal to others, you are relying on your inner wisdom and guidance to show you the best way. You may come up with your own criteria to help you make decisions in alignment with your inner being. Oh, I kind of like that. It's like taking the, uh, the, the road less traveled oh. off the beaten path. If you find yourself with multiple opportunities or ideas, ground yourself first and reflect on what you want for the long term. All these shiny new objects in front of you have a certain magic power over you right now, and you're at risk of losing focus if you chase after pipe dreams. Take a step back and assess the options against your priorities to work out which opportunities will be a real benefit to you. Okay, as a card of choices and options, the reversed Seven of Cups can mean you are overwhelmed by choice and cannot move forward. Reduce your options and focus on what is important to you. You don't need to keep searching for that big big idea. You have what you need. Make your pick and move forward with it. That's like kind of how I feel about like um, like TikTok and stuff like that because I feel like I have to branch out and like try TikTok. Um, but I'm like, wait, I don't want to like do it yet until it's like perfect. I like talked about this with Joyce a couple episodes ago, but she was just kind of like, just jump into it. If it's a flop, it's a flop, but just like, just, just do it. You know? What are you going to talk about? I don't know. That's the thing is like, I don't really like, I like consuming TikTok, but I just don't know what people would think of is value. is like a value. Yeah. It's like hard because I feel like on Instagram, I know my audience. I know like who would like what. But then on TikTok, it's like I'm, I could be talking to anyone. Like people are going to find this boring. But I know that's kind of like the point is you can like. But some people might like it. Grow a different audience. Are you going to talk to people or are you going to do dances? I'm not going to dance. Are you oh, going to dance? I'll dance. <laughs> I'll teach you how to dance. Have you secretly been moving on your, um, working on your dance moves? Yeah. Well, one of the well, a nurse I work with is always like, "Oh, you're so funny. You should do TikTok." And I'm like, "Just because I'm funny doesn't mean TikTok's the way to do it." No, yeah, I know. I feel like the actually funny it's a lot people of pressure to like do the big app of the moment. I just feel like you very can't big. try too hard because it's like very it's very obvious on yeah. TikTok if you're like trying to like do something. So it's like it's more like spontaneous like random stuff that. Mm people enjoy and that's why i don't know it's like hard for me because i feel like i'm so intentional about everything i do but anyways um i feel like this card kind of resonates with me because it's kind of saying like stop overthinking it and stop over planning it and just like take the jump <laughs> anyways that's all we have this week for healthcare horoscopes now let's get into spit talk Alrighty, you guys, this week for Spit Talk, we kind of delved into it a little already. It was my birthday. I turned 27 on Friday, July 1st. Um, It was literally, like, actually one of the best days ever and, like, one of the best birthdays ever. And, like, not, like, anything huge happened. It was actually, like, the most mundane day, but I loved it. It's, like, my favorite kind of birthday because I feel like if you have too crazy of a, like, birthday plan, then it kind of intimidates me because then I feel like it has to be, like, perfect. But then also, if you have, like, too boring of a birthday plan, it's, like, kind of sad. It was perfect because it was a Friday. Everyone was in a good mood. Um, everyone at school was, like, really nice and, like, wished me happy birthday and, like, um, I don't know. I just I, I just felt very appreciated, but then it was also nice because it wasn't, like, too much attention on me because I was still at school, like, seeing patients and doing my thing. I did my second root canal on, uh, on Friday by myself, I must add, too. Like, I was, like, I was, like, six, like, all... wait two hands I was like all two hands in the patient's mouth because I had one hand like irrigating with the bleach or whatever and then the other that's like rule number one in dentistry you're not supposed to tell the patient it's bleach um but it's bleach so I had like one hand squirting the bleach the other hand like suctioning and then like 
this like you're probably not supposed to do this you're like so not supposed to do this but on the patient's chest I was like using as a table to like hold all my instruments because like I didn't have an assistant so I had to make it work so like on her like little chest bib I had like the napkin I had the suction I had all that but you're like excuse me yeah like, <laughs> excuse my reach excuse me uh just we grab the scalpel on your left yeah <laughs> yeah I won't let it slip I swear I'm just like boy sorry. is it cold in here <laughs> I was just like, sorry, can I just, one second, let me just, okay, thanks. And then, like, before you knew it, I was, like, deep into the procedure, and I wasn't even, like, saying sorry. I was like, I'm just going to put this here. Thanks. Hold this. <laughs> Luckily, I have a really understanding patient um, who understood that I didn't have an assistant that day. But, like, guys, I'm, like, kind of proud because it was my second root canal, and I feel like... I don't know, I feel like even just doing, because I did my first one one week before this, so even just the act of doing the second one one week after, it, like, kind of reinforced a lot and, like, built on it, and I don't know, I just felt a lot more comfortable with it, like, the second time around, and I feel like that's how dental school should be. It shouldn't be, like, you have to worry about your own patients and rosters and, like, whenever it comes. Like, I feel like you should be on rotations where, like, every week, like, once a week you do a root canal, once a week you do a crown, and you, like, distribute stuff that way because it would be I, I don't know I just feel like you learn so much easier by repetition and doing things because like the tooth that I did the second root canal was similar to the first one but anyways that was my birthday day oh and then after my day of seeing patients Jimmy and I got all you can eat Korean barbecue which was so fun but then you guys then tragedy struck so oh uh, <laughs> wait a second we had some fun times in between the tragedy and this no, okay, well, well I just want to go into the tragedy. Some, we had some sherbet. <laughs> okay, we had some sherbet. It was great. It was, well, what flavor I, was it? Orange? We had rainbow sherbet, so it was like all the sherbets. Okay, so Jimmy just remembers just, the like, great times. I awoke, a, I, I awoke a core memory at the grocery store this week where I was like, yo, I used to eat so much sherbet. Why don't I eat sherbet anymore? Yeah. And now I eat sherbet. So, Jimmy had a great old time with his sherbet. Meanwhile, the next morning, the morning after my birthday, so, some backstory. My favorite cake in the whole entire world is this kind of obscure cake. It's called Othello cake. It's O-T-H-E-L-L-O. It's delicious. It's a Danish birthday cake. And, yeah, it's just kind of obscure because, like, you can kind of only get it at, like, a Danish bakery or someplace that specializes in it. So it's a white, like, it's layered, and it's, like, a thin layer of vanilla cake, a, la a thin layer of raspberry jam, a layer of Bavarian cream, a layer of, like, macaroon cookies, and then it's covered in marzipan, which, I mean, anything in marzipan. Marzipan. Yeah, you, you, just, you just feel fancy anytime oh, you eat marzipan. anything with marzipan. It, it just reminds you of great Marzipan. Yeah, it was, it was so good. So anyways, I, the night before, like on my birthday night, I was talking to Jimmy's mom and she's like, oh yeah, you should like look and see if there's anywhere with Othello cake. So then like that night I'm going to bed, I Google, I find out actually like come to look at it 20 minutes from here, there's a Danish bakery that has Othello cakes. So I go to bed all giddy and excited. I'm like, maybe there's a chance I might get an Othello cake tomorrow. Like it's the, the hope is in the air, right? Cut to... 7.45 in the morning. 7.45 in the morning. I I'm wake like, up. I'm barely stirring, and I hear this little just chirping voice on the phone. be like, hi, I'm wondering, um, your website says you have Othello cake, so do you have any available tonight? 
7.45 in the morning, people. So I wake up full of glee. I'm like, it's I'm still high from the buzz of, like, my birthday. So then I was like, okay, you know what? This bakery's got to be open. Like, bakers, like, wake up early, right? Like, that's just what they do. They have to bake their bread and sing their songs like they do on the Disney movies. So then I'm like, oh, lo and behold, this Danish bakery that I looked up the night before is open. So I call them and I'm like... Actually, that was pretty accurate. I was like, hi, I saw you have um, Othello cake. Is it true? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you have a slicer too? And she's like, um, actually, we have like a six inch cake if you want. And then like before she can even finish, you hear me on the line go like, oh my God, Jimmy, she has it. And then like she was like, okay. Um, and then so I was like, oh my God. Um, I was like, can you like hold it for me? I'll be like right, right there. And then she's like, okay, but it's like really busy on Saturday. So like, you gotta like come. Okay. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Jimmy's fallen back asleep at this point. So then I'm like, hmm. I'm like just sitting there like, like girlfriends out there. Do you ever just have to like sit there and like wait for your boyfriend to wake up? So you're just staring at the ceiling and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> you know what's so funny is you're saying that like it's a pain and 80% of our relationship has been me <laughs> waiting for you to get up. Yeah, okay, but the so, 20% of the time, it's yeah, so it's painful. So anyways, I'm, like, staring at the ceiling, and I'm like, okay, okay. So then I, like, walk alley, whatever. Then I'm like, Jimmy, okay, let's go, let's go pick up the cake. So, like, by now, it's, like, 9 a.m. So kind of, like, my whole morning has been surrounded by this cake, I'm going to be honest. So from, like, 7 o'clock until, like... I think it was, like, 9.40 or 10 by the time we get there. I, I told the lady, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll be there, like, relatively quick-ish. And she was like, okay. Um, <laughs> like, as if that was, like, a time okay, frame. So you never. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she, like, expected to see me ever again. So, anyways, we get there. I'm waiting in this long-ass line because this place is really popular and really good. And then she sees me, and I make eye contact. I'm like, hi, I'm, like, the girl that called at, like, 7 o'clock about the cake. And she's like, oh, yeah, sweetie, don't worry. I have it right here for you. Like, I got you. We have this rapport going. There's good vibes. People in the are like looking and being like oh she called ahead like and like the whole time we're just like vibing i like tipped her pretty well too and like i don't know if you're supposed to like tip well using jimmy's card <laughs> we tipped her pretty well and like i didn't know if this is the kind of thing but i just felt like she was so nice to me like on the phone and in the line that i had to tip her um which like i don't regret i i support supporting small businesses but anyways i'm just so excited i finally get the cake uh, she's like, enjoy the cake, sweetie. Enjoy it. I think she, like, knew it was my birthday. So I'm, like, bouncing up and down in the car. I'm so excited. We get home. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't wait to, like, show this picture to Jimmy's mom. I can't wait to bring this cake later when I see all my friends and they can try it. Meanwhile, she's asked me every five minutes in the car if we could start eating the cake <laughs> in the car. We have no utensils at this time. We have no utensils. It's covered in marzipan, which is relatively hard. ganache. Yeah, like, whatever. marzipan and chocolate ganache is not a cake Mess, that you eat not, in the yeah, car. Not, not thingy foods over here. Not thingy foods. So anyways, finally, Jimmy takes one big stab into the cake. He pulls out. I'm like, that's strange. That's a lot of brown. He pulls out the slice. It's Ooh, the I wrong. I don't like this monologue. Wait, what? This sounds like a naughty thing. Okay, anyways. He pulls out brown. Okay, now I have to rephrase what I was saying. Um, <laughs> So he like opens up the cake and pulls out a slice of the cake. Yes. Guess what? It's the wrong freaking cake. I, I don't know what cake this is, what demon cake this is. It's like, it's just so wrong. It's like chocolate cake, not vanilla. I don't even know if there's jam in there at all. It's like it's chocolate apricot. mousse. Later, I looked up online. I think it's some other kind of Danish cake, but I was just like heartbroken because at this point it was like 10, 30, 11. Um, the cake was all wrong and I was sad because I was so excited. And then we continued to look at the slice of cake for a few more minutes, and we were like, 
Mm. <laughs> and then now the cake is almost Children gone. <laughs> and uh, uh, now you got me thinking about that cake. Okay, I'm going to be honest. It's a pretty good fucking cake. It's, it's like really, cake. really well, yummy. This place did a good job. Connie's like shouting like to no one. Yeah, like, I'm like, dog, I'm like, shaking my fist yeah, in the air. Just like, just like shouting to the gods. <laughs> And she's like, what kind of monster would even enjoy this cake? And meanwhile, I'm in the background just like, ah, I totally forgot that. I literally yeah, kid you not. I was like, ah, I don't even like Othello cake that much. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't like Othello cake that much. So I, like, I totally forgot about this scene this weekend. I was, like, shouting to the rooftop. I was, I literally went for it. I was like, what kind of a monster would order this? It's so much chocolate. Like, I turned around. Jimmy has, like, chocolate rimmed around his mouth. <laughs> He's like closing up the box. He's like, "Yeah, who? What? Yeah, what monster? That. <laughs> that's the monster you're about to commit your life to." Yeah. So, anyways, that's the story of um, how we ended up with a delicious, um, even though it was wrong cake. I, you know what? Maybe we were meant to try this cake instead because now we know you like this kind of and monster cake. Guess what? There was still marzipan involved. There was still marzipan so involved. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Oh, anyways, that's all we have for Spit Talk. Now, I'm very happy, you guys. Jimmy, you're not done yet. I'm very happy huh? to reintroduce a segment we lovingly had retired for two seconds, but we brought it back because I missed talking to you guys. It's called I Asked, You Answered. Hit it, editing, Connie. Okay, Jimmy is complaining, and I agree with him. We need a better name for I Asked, You Answered. I just, like, don't really know. The Daily Rinse. I really like chief complaints, but the problem is no one's writing in their chief. Can you guys like start writing in chief complaints, please? Like I'm trying to do. Did I tell you about this? Chief complaints is yeah. like an advice forum I thought, column. I thought people knew about this. Yeah, well, I thought people, people did. I probably have to remind them. Um, you guys, if you have any, if you guys have any like heartbreak, woes, friendship drama, school drama, problems with people, like write into me and um, I'll anonymously help you guys. But if not, maybe I can somehow spin Chief Complaints to be the new I Asked You Answered. I don't know. But anyways, this week for I Asked You Answered, I asked you guys, what is a super overhyped item? Because I was honestly curious um, about... <laughs> this is all selfishly because I wanted to try the Stanley water bottles. They're like the new Hydro Flasks. Jimmy, have you seen them? They're basically like the new like $40 water bottle that... <laughs> Every era has to have a $40, like, water bottle that, for some reason, people think is, like, best. Um, there was the Hydro Flask era. That's when I was in pharmacy school. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, they're loud as fuck if you drop them. But the world has moved on. Now there's the Stanley water bottles, which is interesting because I polled you guys. And those Stanley water bottles are, in fact, on the overhyped list. Some people are saying it is better than Hydro Flask. Other people are saying it's not as much. Um... There's only one way to find out. Um, I think we have to get one, Jimmy. So I'm going to go to Whole Foods later and get one. Ooh, okay. Next on the list. So, okay. That was the Stanley Cups. Someone said the Stanley Cups. Also, I thought this might turn some heads. Lots of people said fig scrubs are on the overhyped list. You've, you've told me this yourself. Before. Yeah. Honestly, I, here's the thing. I get, like, what they're doing. And I think there's, like, a time and a place for figs. Um... But personally, I just sweat a lot, you guys. And, like, as a sweaty girl, I just can't be having things that are thick. And, like, figs are, like, really good quality. But because of that, they're, like, just thick. I don't know. I just sweat so much in figs. Um, they're not the kind of thing... Here's the thing. Figs look good on you if they're, like, kind of more fitted instead of super baggy. But if they're kind of more fitted and you sweat in them, then they're going to be uncomfortable. So it's kind of... If, if you're going to buy figs, my best tip is, like, kind of 
still oversize a little. Um, my personal favorite set of scrubs is the Butter Soft line. You can get it at Uniform Advantage. It's like half the price, super cheap. It's it's very like swishy, athletic feeling material. It's amazing. It's like my best cup secret that I kind of don't tell a lot of people because I don't want them to sell out. But yeah, look up Butter Soft Scrubs or Butterline Scrubs on Uniform Advantage. Okay, um, let's see. Ooh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Someone said liquid IV. It's so gross. I agree. It's like straight it's pretty, up drinking salt. It's pretty salty. Um, it's so fucking salty. It's also like... It's almost worse than the hangover. Yeah, like, so it's just a bunch of B vitamins. Like, just, like there's no reason you really need that much. It might help. However, it definitely will give you what we in the business... The biz. The biz call osmotic diarrhea. <laughs> You, you sound like you're talking from personal experience. Um, I certainly am. We brought a case of liquid IV on a bachelor party weekend and spent more time in the bathroom than we did in the strip club. Okay, but do you think maybe it was because of a lot of reasons and not just the liquid IV? I mean, the GI complaints that come out of my family are horrific. Yeah, Jimmy's family really does, like, have a lot of GI things. I don't know. I feel like I'm inherit. I, our poor child is going to have GI things because I have GI problems, too. Hot people have GI problems. I, I think, that, yeah. Are we hot people? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, someone else said, "Ooh, someone else said Diet Coke was overhyped." What are your thoughts? Can you explain to people? So I can't taste I the don't difference. I like Diet Coke. I like Diet Pepsi, so like I'm already out on this. But can you explain what's the difference between Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke? Just like the taste, the mouthfeel. I know, but like, like, how is it different? So when I drink. Coke, my teeth feel very like kind of like not like waxy, but like kind of like. Filmy? <laughs> Can you do that noise again? <laughs> That's your teeth when you drink Coke, okay? Even think, diet Coke? Yeah, a lot more. Yeah, yeah, more than regular Coke, but like it just like kind of like leaves your mouth feeling weird. Like it almost like a dry feeling, but like mm-hmm. your teeth are squeaky. Um. Whereas, like, Pepsi doesn't do that for me. Mm. I it's think it's easier to drink. It's smoother, would you say? It's definitely smoother. Do you guys want some soda ASMR? I'm drinking some Diet Dr. Pepper right now. I, and there's a big difference between, like, fountain soda and, like, getting soda out of a can. Wait, that's another thing I don't understand. I feel like I don't taste the difference. Oh, my God. You haven't had good fountain <laughs> Do you want to take me on a fountain soda date? Yeah, I'll take you on a date. Okay. This girl gets so many dates. I get you tell so them about many the, dates. the kayak date? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. You tell them I got you flowers for your birthday? I did on Instagram. And um, you guys tell them here too. Jimmy got me flowers. Anyways, that is all I have this week for Hot Girl Huddle. It was a little longer than usual. Now let's get into the main episode. Alrighty, you guys. This week... I decided to do a solo episode, and I'm super excited because I think, I think this might be one of my favorite topics I have ever discussed, because today I'm sharing with you 24, wait, did I do 24? Let me check. It might have been 23. Oh, no, 24. Today I am sharing with you guys, wait, but I wrote 25 here. Hold on. You see, I kind of miss doing solo episodes. I miss this little, like, self-banter that I have going on with me, myself, and I, (laughs) which is kind of really sad. This just shows that I really enjoy talking to myself. Okay, no, it is 24, 24. Okay, I'm sharing with you guys this week (coughs) 24 
easy, fun, cheap, simple ways to romanticize your everyday life. You know, like add that little that, that little razzle dazzle and just be your own main character. So this week, for some reason, I was inspired by a lot of things. Um, director Connie was just sitting in her little director chair and I was inspired by one I've been rereading the click books. So, um, so far I've reread the first book, Best Friends Forever, Invasion of the Boy Snatchers, The Pretty Committee Strikes Back, Sealed with a Dis. I just love reading all of these names. Um, and I'm realizing now I've spent about like 50 of Jimmy's Kindle dollars so far on this series. I can't help it. I just keep buying the next book and it just keeps popping up. So thank you, Jimmy. Um, but anyways, Massey Block is the main character of this, the click series if you don't know, and she's just, like, such an icon, even at the ripe age of 27 now, it's just, it's so hard for me to not feel inspired by her, uh, okay, I know she was a little problematic for anyone that, like, knows the book, um, but whatever, she's the ultimate main character and has that ultimate main character energy that I think we all need our minor to live with sometimes, doesn't matter who you are, if you're a guy, if you're a girl, if you're, like, working in healthcare, if you're not working in healthcare, anyone out there listening right now the significant others listening even i want you guys to all live with this main character energy it's so easy for us in this day-to-day to like get bogged down and feel like our life is running us instead of like we're running our lives and i feel like here's the thing so i know there's like one form of motivation where it's like the whole like gary v tim ferris and my like go 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 to do list productivity hustle vibes like take control of your life productivity but today i'm talking about something else there's a different way to take control and take charge of your life and this isn't a fun and silly like lighthearted way and this is just a different type of way to refresh and recharge yourself and like make yourself the best that you can be you need both the other side of it you need your productivity checklist you need your yada 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 but you also need these small little changes that you can implement in your day-to-day. And overall, you just need these to live the best main character life that you can. Also, I must say, I used to, like, roll my eyes whenever I saw things about romanticizing your life. And, like, do you guys know that one uh, TikTok audio? It's like, you have to romanticize your life. You have to. It's like the girl, like, talking in the microphone. It's, like, so dumb. But, um, whatever. It just it always annoyed me because in some ways I'm kind of like a very no frills like frugal person at baseline and I used to think in order to romanticize your life that you need like a super aesthetic name brand everything like expensive unachievable kind of life and I realized since then like okay that girl kind of had a point it's it is I think important to romanticize your life to some extent and it doesn't have to be super expensive and unattainable and only for like the elite okay so I like intentionally in mind came up with all of these options that are easy and simple and cheap that anyone can do oh and i also forgot to mention i think i was also subconsciously inspired by the summer i turned pretty um disclaimer i have not read the books nor have i even watched the new show that just came out but i just keep hearing the title and i like the idea my mind is clearly still in like the high school teenage girl drama era um i just like the character trope where like becky goes away for summer vacation and then she comes back and like becky has an unrecognizable glow up i just i I really like that I don't know if that's actually what the summer I turned pretty is about. I'm pretty sure there's like a boy involved as well, but I'm just taking it and running with it, okay? Jimmy, this is the summer that I turned pretty. Now, do they turn pretty or they get boobs? <laughs> that's a very big possibility. Because, like, she just got boobs. Like, I get that, like, there's an ugly duckling stage and all. <laughs> that's an actual thing in dentistry. Did you know that? Isn't that so rude? We call them ugly ducklings. Ugh. It's like while their permanent teeth are, like, growing it. It's, I don't know. It's like funny. I mean, they are ugly ducklings during that. I thought you were a pretty cute duckling. 
I've, I've been cute my whole life. I think I got better mm-hmm. looking in recent years. I, I think we're aging like fine wine. Kami um, looks about the same. She looked like, <laughs> like, 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 we looked at a picture from, like, Mother's Day 2005. Yeah. And, like, Connie's sister looks so young. Connie looks like she could probably just still like, be, like, this age. Like, I feel people stare at me when I'm out on the street with Connie because they think I'm abducting. There have been times where we've been in the mall, and I walk a lot faster than Jimmy, so he's always, like, kind of chasing me a little. I'm always, like, a little out of breath. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like people have definitely thought you're, like, chasing me and I'm trying like, to abduct me before. Uh, uh, oh, this, this um, Chinese girl is what I want. Do you like that we, like, broke the fourth wall, and, like, you guys didn't realize this whole time Jimmy was sitting next to me? Um, I've been here through it all. Anywho, this is such a long introduction, you guys. Today's episode, without further ado, here we are. 24 fun, easy, cheap, tangible ways to romanticize your life. So number one. Okay, this one's really fun. The the first easy way to romanticize your life. Oh, are you, like, recording the real podcast? Yeah, this is, like, the full episode. Oh, I thought that part was done. No, I'm doing oh, it right now. Are supposed to be quiet right now? Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> number one. Um, okay, you guys, have a fun, or, like, iconic, have, like, a hairstyle, shoe choice, or accessory on certain days of the week. Okay, guys, we are channeling on Wednesdays, we wear pink energy. Uh, For example, for a couple weeks, I was doing this fun thing where on Fridays, I wore my Y2K butterfly clips in my hair to clinic. If you follow me on Instagram, at Dr. Connie Wang, you guys would know this. It just made the mundaneness of, like, the last day of the week so much more fun. It felt like fun Friday. I have to get back into it this week. But you guys get the vibes, okay? Like, wear a fun, like, wear a fun hairstyle or wear a fun shoe, like, if it's appropriate, on Fridays. Like, have that fun Friday vibe. If you have to wear scrubs or a certain uniform, you can still do this, like I said, with shoes or hair. Or you can do your makeup a little special or different, add some lashes or something. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, a fun way. I feel like, do you remember in high school when we had, like, spirit week? Like, this is kind of the same thing. Every week can be spirit week if you really try try it out you guys like on wednesdays wear pink or something like just have an iconic kind of accessory look vibe on a certain day of the week trust me it'll make a difference you'll be excited Ooh, i did one of those before you did yeah we used to do a fun thing uh i think you had to wear horizontal stripes on wednesday oh my god that's like fun don't you remember todd and i used to play this game oh yeah in pharmacy school and we would but not vertical stripes no, if people wore vertical stripes on Wednesdays, we were going to harass Losers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no losers here. We're inclusive. Sorry um, that I'm hijacked. No, I, I, I actually really appreciate your feedback because, like, I, I want boys to be able to take away something from this episode, too. Um, but, like, when I was saying, like, hair, I was like, I don't know if, like, there's a lot they can do with their hair. So, yeah. Okay. Good idea, Jimmy, for the guys. Sorry to interrupt. But Some can stripes. I, can I cook our dinner now? Yeah, you can start cooking. Okay, number two on my list. Make a recipe from a place you want to travel to. So... Okay, it doesn't have to be some complicated 15-ingredient cookbook French whatever recipe. It can also be, like, making yourself an Aperol spritz if you want to go to Italy. Like, the point is, every day we have to eat and drink, right? So you deserve a little something more intentional, a little something more special. (laughs) I swear the second Jimmy realized he's we're recording, (laughs) he's so much louder. Um, what I was saying was by cooking something from a place you want to visit, it just adds a little bit of like inspiration and like fun to your everyday. Like pretend like you, instead of whatever job you're doing, pretend like you're an artist and you get inspiration from everything that you do. Like that is how I'm encouraging you guys to live your life. 
Number three, along similar lines, make a recipe you used to have a lot as a child, but don't really anymore. So like this summer, I really want to start making more of the Chinese dishes my mom used to make us for dinner as a kid, because like I miss those things. And I realize those things like kind of those dishes kind of like embody where I came from, who I am, how I grew up. And this kind of brings me to another point. A lot of these things I'm going to discuss today to romanticize your life might seem a bit nostalgic. And I realize that's kind of key because we tend to romanticize the past. So by bringing the past to the present, it's easier for you to romanticize where you are now because you already kind of romanticize it anyways, if that makes sense. Also, a lot of the stuff I'm going to discuss today is just about being very mindful about where you are right now and like acknowledging how far you've come, realizing how fleeting it is. It just makes it like easier and more dire for you to appreciate where you are right now if you're being like more mindful so anyways number four to romanticizing your life and being that main character is have a signature scent every main character has their main scent the thing you spritz or like rub on like right before you head out the door also scent is just so like psychological you need a scent that when you put it on mentally it's like armor and you're just like ready to go right so i'm currently still obsessed with i've been using this for a while it's the Sol de janeiro original number 62 body spray um, you guys probably have seen it everywhere. It's like, you can get it at Sephora. It's just this super like vanilla, sweet and nutty body spray. It's perfect if you really like sweet stuff um, because I am still a teenage girl, but it's just a body spray. So it doesn't really last. And so I'm kind of itching to try something new. So let me know if you guys have any good suggestions. I really like girly sweet scents because like I said, I have the spirit of a 14 year old girl. Um, like if teeny bop music was a scent, that's what I would like. Like, I really liked Juicy Viva La Juicy. Um, if you guys have any recommendations, let me know. I'm not a super, like, floral, crisp, like, mature scent person. I just like things to be fruity and sweet. Moving on. I, what? I like your scent. Thanks. But I like your old scent. Thanks. I like your college scent. Oh, my college scent was um, Bath and Body Works body spray. It was called, uh, what was it called? Pink Chiffon? Pink chiffon. Yeah, Pink and Chiffon. I had to order some on, on oh. eBay after they just Oh my god, yeah, wait, that's a cute little thing I made Jimmy do one time um, for my birthday. I had him, uh, so Pink Chiffon was discontinued, but I had Jimmy find a bunch of it, and he ordered me a bunch, and literally I have not touched those bottles, because then after they discontinued it, I moved on. Um, but thank you for that, Jimmy. Okay, number, f number five, revamp a very mundane thing in your life. So I'm talking like get exciting cute cups to drink out of, or a cool lamp to have on, like your nightstand before bed, a cozy new pair of pajamas. Think of the most mundane thing in your life. And it's usually something that you just have because you had it already and you've always had it and you just justify it because you're like, oh, it's always, it's always been like this. Try to revamp it in a fun, cute, trendy way. I promise you guys, it just adds a little bit of like oomph to your life, a little razzle dazzle. Okay, number six. This is kind of fun. Take personality quizzes. I know some of you guys out there don't like it. Trust me, like, it's fun, okay? I swear this is one of the reasons why I love horoscopes. Um, personality quizzes are helpful in this situation because they're literally just such an easy way to get a blueprint for your main character energy because it literally, like, puts you into a type and helps you make sense of who you are. <laughs> I feel like some people don't like personality tests because they think that it's too like overarching and doesn't and like doesn't resonate with them. But I feel like the point to some extent isn't about being 100% totally accurate. Um, it's more about just like seeing what parts of this assessment fit you and what parts don't, what parts you like about yourself and what parts you don't. And it's just about like feeling seen and heard and validated and being more intentional with how you show up in the world. 
So take personality quizzes. Good ones are Myers-Briggs personality. It's good to retest them every couple of years because you might change. Through and through, I actually just took the Myers-Briggs personality test recently. Um, I tend to like... I don't even intentionally do this, but I just tend to do it every four years because I did it in college, like first year of college, then I did it before I graduated college, then I did it first year of dental school, now I did it just now, like last week. Through and through, I'm always ENFP. Um, but yeah, there's also, what is there? There's like the Enneagrams uh, numbers. There's just like a lot out there and it's like really fun. So highly recommend taking updated personality quizzes. Number seven. Listen to a song or music you used to listen to at a previous phase of life while you're getting ready and think about how much your life has changed since then. I think a big part of romanticizing life is like the story you're telling yourself, like the hero story and like the build, the climb, the Miley Cyrus of it all, like the transformation of where you started and where you're going. Also, music kind of like scent is just a really powerful way to be instantly transported back to a certain time in your life. And it's just like nice to kind of reflect. Um, number eight. Okay, this one, hear me out. Say hi to everyone that you see. Um, okay, I know this might not be for everyone, but I just want some of you guys to try this if it can apply to you. So one thing about me, I don't know why, I always just have this urge to be like a fucking Disney princess when I'm out and about, and I just have to say hi to everyone I see. I'm like like Belle from Beauty and the Beast walking through town with my loaf of bread and my basket of books saying hi to everyone. Um, I know like this sounds very self-explanatory, but it makes a big difference. So for example, when I come into school every day, I always say hi to our front desk staff. I say hi to like various classmates I walk by, even if I'm like not really friends with them. I just, I feel like I have to say hi. It's nice. I say hi to faculty, assistants, dispensary staff. Like on one hand, yes, it's like just a genuine common courtesy. Like duh, you should be hi saying hi to people. But B, like when you're having a day, you're kind of not really saying hi to people, right? Or like when you're like busy, like most people don't really take that time. And I just think it's important to like re to reinforce your sense of community. You could be having a bad day, but if you just take the time to acknowledge the people around you, it just, like, kind of lifts your spirits and, like, makes you feel supported. Um, now, you could say, Connie, I'm not in school anymore. I'm not surrounded by an abundance of familiar people every day. You can still do this when you're running errands at the store, like, giving compliments to strangers. Only only if they deserve them, by the way. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I guess you could, like, look for a compliment. I don't know. Give a compliment to a stranger. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I was so harsh about, like, only if they deserve it. Give a compliment to a stranger. Ask the cashier how their day was when you're in line. There's just little ways that you can kind of humanize your day-to-day -day and interact with your environment. And that's, like, a big part of romanticizing your life. It's just not letting your life pass you by. Like, interacting and engaging with your life and the people in it. It makes a big difference subconsciously. Okay, number nine. In order to be the main character of your life, you have to be mindful of your life, like I've been saying. So pretend like you're a character in a TV show and think about what small things in your life make up your character, like your daily habits, your quirks, your interests, the side characters. For example, if Connie was a TV character, the narrator would discuss how like every morning she like walks her dog through the park while listening to these podcasts. She spritzes on her favorite this body spray. She puts on her lucky socks on the day she needs them. She has her lucky crystals in her bag. Like think of your quirks and like kind of really embrace them, you know? Number 10, revamp your phone background. I don't know why. I think people just need this reminder. It's just such a fun, fresh way to get like a fresh start. I just search on Pinterest and find like a new aesthetic or trendy background. It's just something new and like your eye really notices it every single time you change it. 
um, in the beginning for like the first week at least, whenever you have a notification on your phone, you just you just kind of notice it. So this is your mid-annual reminder because I tend to change my phone background like around New Year's when I like think I'm going to become a new person. <laughs> um, and I think it's kind of like a toothbrush. It's, it's good just every few months or at least every six months to change it, even though I definitely don't change my toothbrush as often as I should. Moving on. Um, number 11, Pinteresting Pinterest board the season of life. So right now, create a Pinterest summer 2022 board. It's just so fun to think about what you want from this season of life and to like intentionally look forward to vi- like look for visuals that like embody that. And I don't know, it just feels good. After you do this, it even feels like you got like a little bit of like the serotonin or whatever from doing these things. Like just like the visual part of it. Maybe this is like part of manifestation. You just feel like you accomplished it. Number 12. Make running errands as fun as possible. So, for example, I know this sounds kind of self-explanatory. This is the first thing you think of when you think of romanticizing your life. But here are some tangible ways to do it. One, listen to a podcast while you do it. Two, get like a fancy drink to sip on. Wear a really cute outfit while you're out and about. Um, Just feel good about it. And if you're in school, if it allows... Try running an errand with a friend. This was always like some of my favorite memories from pharmacy school and even dental school is like grocery shopping. It'd be like, hey, do you want to run to Trader Joe's together? Um, Like, do you want to go to the farmer's market together? Like, these are just like all things that I love doing with a friend because I know that like in the next phase of my life, I won't ever be able to do this like as easily. Also, if you're putting off a task, find something fun to keep you occupied, like watching a show you've been meaning to catch up on while you do it because... I don't know about you, but I just get really annoyed when I feel like I have to do something. Okay, number 13. I know some of you people think you're too busy to read books, or if you do, you feel like they have to be informational, educational, adding value, inspirational. I'm here to tell you guys, you have to try before bed. Try rereading books that you loved as a kid or teen. This is 100% inspired by me rereading the clicks, um, because let me tell you why. It's been so fun and transformational. Like I said, it's just, it feels like I'm revisiting a familiar world. I'm coming back home after being gone for a long time. And it just feels so comforting. And a lot of times, if I try to read new stuff before bed, I just fall asleep. But maybe it's because I already know what's going to happen. It's just, like, more fun because it keeps me awake. It feels safe. Um, well, not keeps me awake. Like, I still fall asleep. Uh, this also could be, like, a manifestation of, like, a mild form of anxiety. <laughs> I've seen this on Instagram where, like, people tend to, like, re-watch movies and books they like if they need that comfort. Um, so yeah, I just love revisiting nostalgic things. Okay, number 14. Vision board your top role models, okay? And then think about how you embody them in your day-to-day life. Also, imagine your role model hero, your icon, your whatever, your messy block. What would they do if they were living in the life that you're living right now? It's just nice to think about. Number 15, embrace the season that you're in. Do the things you used to do as a kid or enjoy doing this time of year. It is so cathartic. So like try drawing in chalk outside in the summer or like walk to get ice cream. Like I said, you tend to just like romanticize the past. So by bringing the past to the present, it's easier to romanticize your everyday. Number 16, this doesn't have to be only if you live in a city like I do. I just happen to live in like the most historical city in like all of the United States. Um, But learn about the history or background info about where you are. It helps you romanticize your day to day. And it also helps you like realize the significance of where you are. So again, I recognize like not everyone lives in like a historic place, but take the time to learn about your state food, your state bird, anything significant that happened where you live. So growing up, my dad is such a huge history buff, and it just, like, made me really appreciate the significance of anywhere you go and just, like, learning about the people and the places where you are. 
Okay, number 17, write down your day-to-day tasks. Then circle anything that you think that someday you could potentially miss and be mindful of that while you're doing it. Like, this really helps romanticize your life because I know someday I'm going to miss, like, running into my friends at school or grabbing lunch so easily with people. Um, Let's say you get to eat dinner with your parents once in a while. You get to run errands for them. Just think of anything someday that you might miss and just embrace it now because that's really what romanticizing your life is all about. Number 18, if you're dating someone or if you have friends near you that enjoy the same TV show, plan to watch or do things on certain days of the week so that you get excited for them together. It's kind of like accountability almost for enjoying your life because if you're just watching a show alone, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm putting it off, whatever. But the thing is that show would bring you enjoyment, right? Like even if it does take a little bit of mild planning and like coordinating and an obligation, of course, like sometimes we have those days where we just have to like cancel it all and throw it all to the wind. But for the most part, it's really nice having, like, a fun accountability partner. Like, an accountability partner for, like, your fun. Um, so, like, watch these shows, like, together. Jimmy and I get excited for Wednesdays because we watch the challenge on MTV together. Also, Only Murders in the Building is coming back on Hulu, so I'm so excited for that. But you know what I mean. Like, you deserve to have fun, and you have to hold yourself accountable for enjoying yourself, just like you hold yourself accountable for, like, doing school assignments, doing work things, and, like, going to the gym, blah, blah, blah. Number 19, revamp one area of your living space. Um, I think it's because I'm a cancer and I'm a huge homebody, but whether it's like a desk or a nightstand, just find a way to add some cute seasonal flowers or like a new candle to burn or like a photo of you and your friends. There's just something really powerful about transforming your space, in my opinion. Number 20, do something extra. This reminds me of the I Love College song by Asher Roth or whatever, where it's like, do something crazy, do something crazy, keg stand, keg stand. Um, but anyways, do something extra, meaning if you if you love your pet, put their face on a t-shirt or pillow. If you love a fictional character, do something they do to embody it. Like, just do something silly, lighthearted, whatever, that you would share about yourself as like a fun fact for an icebreaker. That's what I mean by doing something extra. It's not necessary to do these things, but you know what? Life is meant to enjoy and not just do things that are necessary. Number 21, weeknight date nights. If you're in a relationship or like a situationship, I don't know. Um, if you're dating people, I cannot stress enough how fun weeknight dates are. They help me romanticize my life. They give me something to look forward to. It doesn't always happen for Jimmy and I, but on Wednesdays and Thursdays, they're just a fun time to have a weeknight date night because it breaks up like the monotony of the week. Number 22, new underwear, bra, or socks. This is self-explanatory. Main characters, um, you need new underwear, bras, or socks. Number 23, be a part of a group that is interested in similar things. Okay, this also... Ellie, no. Hold on, she's tearing up a mask. I knew she was doing something she shouldn't have. A mother just knows. Oh my god, you guys, am I a bad dog mom? I feel really bad. Um I just Ellie was like tearing up a mask and like she was biting on like the metal part of like the face mask that goes around your nose so then i yelled at her out i mean you guys just heard <laughs> but then she got scared and now she ran under the bed and now i feel like a bad mom <sighs> mom things right i hope she forgives me i feel like half of my google searches are like does my dog like me does my dog love me does she forgive me for the time i stepped on her tail like <laughs> i don't know why just just leo dog mom things um and cancer dog mom things but where was i 
Okay. Like I was saying, be a part of a group that's interested in similar things. Okay. Yeah. Clubs in school are cool or whatever. I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm talking about pure ass hobbies. So like joining a group on Facebook for people to discuss gardening, for example. Or like I follow a lot of Real Housewife drama pages. So I'm constantly hearing about their rumors and drama. It's just a lot of fun. And one would argue it's not super productive. Um, But you know what? Enjoyment is productive. Like I think it is because it's a way for you to feel like a part of something bigger than yourself. Okay. Okay, mom. So like, let me spend hours on Instagram and Twitter reading about housewife drama. Anyways, you get the vibe. Be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. Like join a fun gym that's like, or like join a group class for people that are interested in a certain activity. Um, Jimmy, for example, he was playing Digimon cards with people. Uh, There's like a Digimon club like that they like duel together or something. I don't know. Anyways, last but not least, number 24 have a signature song. I mean, you guys all know my obsession with Danza Kaduro, like, need I say more? I just feel like when you have something signature that really, like, is, it feels like it's your own, even though it's not my own, it's Don Omar's song, I just feel like, I don't know, there's a sense of comfort where, like, when I hear it, I'm centered. You know, like, having your own scent, having your own iconic, like, song, having your own, um, accessories like just having something that's really like your signature it just centers you so anyways that was the blueprint for how to romanticize your everyday life and start being your own main character i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um i had a lot of fun thinking of these things and yeah if you guys are enjoying my podcast please 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 leave a review on apple Podcasts. for some reason you can't leave a review on spotify podcasts um, I don't know why. You, you can leave a rating on Spotify and you can leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, but only reviews on Apple Podcasts. We've had a dry spell, so help me out, you guys. Please leave a review. And thank you so, so, so much for listening. Thank you so much for your sweet comments. You guys, as per usual, are always the best. Anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Bye!